Y Group invites all AEC industry leaders to the 2024 AEC Small Business and Entrepreneurship Forum, the premier event for small firms in the AEC sector. Experience innovative strategies and insights on May 21st, crafted by Zweig Group's industry experts. Engage in keynotes and interactive sessions focused on recruitment, retention, and business growth. Join Zweig Group for this unique networking opportunity and take your business to new heights. Secure your spot today and be part of the AEC industry's future. Visit ZweigGroup.com for more information. The Zweig Group team looks forward to welcoming you. Welcome to the Zweig Letter Podcasts, putting architectural, engineering, planning, and environmental consulting guru Mark Zweig and his team of experts straight talk in your ear. Mark has more than 30 years of experience helping AEP and environmental firms thrive, and these podcasts deliver his invaluable management, industry, client, and HR advice directly to you, free of charge. The Zweig Letter Podcasts let you develop professionally, wherever you are. Hey, everyone, and thank you for joining us for another episode of the Zweig Letter Podcast. Our goal is to bring you some of the best and brightest minds that the AEC industry has to offer. Today, I'm pleased to welcome Delray Bennett from Time Counts. Delray is the vision whisperer, and we're just so excited to have you on the podcast today, Delray. How are you doing? I'm doing great, and I'm equally as pleased to be a part of this. That's awesome. That's awesome. So listen, you know... As a recruiter that has been in this industry for almost three decades now, in the 90s, the 2000s, and now the 2010s, um, you know, we've always heard about Dell Tech. We've always heard about Dell Tech Vision and uh, all their great products that they have that help the firms in the design space operate so much more efficiently um, and and, and do it from, you know, a place of excellence. Uh, I I certainly would love to just get your your take on what you do there with time counts. Uh, to make people's lives easier with um, Dell Tech Vision and, and just, just the suite of Dell Tech products that are available for the AEC industry. Sure, I, I would love to. Um, it's been a long process, a long road, um, starting out in the 80s uh, with a, a, a younger product or a product that Dell Tech bought. And when I, when I, I'm from my electrical background, my software background, um, I started working with the program when it was in its DOS days, and I realized a lot of people didn't have patience to really work on a, to understand the software and how it was thinking. And it was with that ability of understanding what the software needed to work, um, I, I was able to help a lot of companies in the early days um, move from DOS to Windows and Windows to the server environment. And when Dell Tech came out with their their product with the dashboard, you know, the revolutionary dashboard in the year 2000. Um, once again, you know, it was helping customers understand that and how to leverage it for their company. Um, it was, it's been a fun process, and I think what I bring to the table for companies is my my uh, project management, my drafting. You know, I've been in the engineering since I was 17, and and I worked my way through college um, to, through engineering. So with that, I, I can come into any firm and really understand any question that's being asked of me and, and help them understand in their own words um, how the system wants to work. So 
um, I call it vision whisperer, but some firms will say, you know, Delray, they'll say, use your words, because, you know, a lot of times companies just don't understand the software itself. So I've uh, enjoyed learning all the different modules that Dell Tech has brought out into the system, and yet and why I have a job is because companies don't have the time or resource to have that one person really understand how that works. So that's kind of a, a brief snapshot of why I'm here. Yeah, no, I, I I appreciate that. And certainly we're we're both actually in the same boat as consultants to the design industry. And I'm always wondering, you know, why why do these firms I mean, we you know, you and I both we deal with really smart people. I mean, these guys are not these guys are not um uh dense in any way, shape, or form. I mean, when you deal with engineers and architects and environmental consultants and planners, et cetera, I mean, these are really, really sharp people that um provide a lot to the built environment. So I'm always amazed at you know, when we sit down with these guys, they 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 legitimately do need our help. Um, and a lot of times it's, you know, to kind of course correct when they've made mistakes or to figure out what they're doing wrong and, and how they can improve upon their situation. But, you know, I think it's uh, it's it's really interesting when I talk to other consultants in the, the, the design industry space in terms of what they're experiencing, um, you know, with with the client, and so that that's really uh, that's really awesome to share that. So, so you you mentioned that you you have a degree um, in electrical engineering, so you kind of come uh, from the industry and you understand it. Did you also have to acclimate yourself on the accounting side of things? Because obviously, you know, Vision has that component to it, uh, and Dell Tech offers that component uh, in in all of their uh, software. So I'm just curious as to what you've done on that side of things. No, that's a really good good point that you brought up. Early on, I realized that I needed to um, be able to talk to almost any CFO or, you know, argue, not argue, but, you know, have a conversation um, with a client. And so I did get accredited um, in uh, what we call the design accounting. It's, it's not just in any accounting. I actually went and, and studied on the FARs, you know, the Federal Access Regulations, and so that, so that I could help them understand um, how, to, how to build your metrics, you know, how to get your data in order to get those metrics down to the project level. So, you know, it's it was fun learning that side of it as well and to augment the, the lot more logical side of, of my, my education. Wow. Okay. So, so what side did you, do you find yourself gravitating towards the most, the accounting side or the engineering side, your engineering mind, or are, are they kind of morphed together? Morphed. Um, and part of, part of what I love doing and why I've been doing it for 20 years is my day is never the same. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll sit with somebody and, and help them understand their metrics, you know, or, or realize, oh, your data is not correct, so this metric isn't really really reflecting what's happening. So let's, let's you know, move your data around. And so it's, it's morphed together, and it's become kind of a turnkey solution. You know, we don't have to point blame to the software. We can just find the solution and get it done. Okay. Well, you know, and, and and so so tell me a little something. I, I wanted to learn. Just kind of give me an overall view of the things that you're able to do uh, on the Dell Tech side of things. If you could just kind of just give me a, a list of things, because I have a couple of specific questions that I want to ask you that I've I've run into with with clients. But why don't you tell me just a couple of the the high level things that you focus on with regard to uh, to Dell Tech training? that seem to come up there that are recurring themes over and over again? Well, I think I can answer that really well by giving you a situation that, that I ran into um, about four years ago. Um, a, a, a large firm 
wasn't happy with Delta Vision at all. So they invited me in, and, and unknowing to me, I walked into, or didn't realize what was, I was walking into, but it was a conference room full of 20 people, and there were three IT, there were three accounting, um, CFOs, project managers, and they literally had asked all questions of me because they couldn't understand each other. Yeah. So literally, you know, accounting was like, why isn't RevGen working? And so then I'd ask the IT, you know, where where is the system loaded? And and then the project manager say, well, why can't I do this? And, and so by a half hour later, after answering questions, I, I said, well, I know why none of it's working. I said, it's loaded six times. And, and nobody realized because it was loaded six times that it, the system couldn't do its work. I said, it can't do its work. You need to be in one system. And so the project manager said, well, well, we need it this way. And the accounting said, well, we need it that way. And I said, there's definitely a way to put them all together. And um, after about six months of working with the IT group, you know, because they always said, well, we can't merge them. I said, you know, let's not worry about that. Let me show you my idea. And so I helped with their IT. They had, they had expert programmers. But because I take the approach, let's not worry the path. Let's just figure out where we want to go. And then I take them in increments, in, in small steps. First, let's do this step, and then let's go to the next step in uh, conversion. And literally, I merged six of those databases into three, and then from three databases into one multi-company, one system that can do everything that they wanted to do. So it's working with accounting. It's working with IT. So it's hard to say. It's understanding scripting. It's understanding the utilities of Dell Tech. It's understanding... You know, RevGen, it's uh, because I dive into big projects like that and I'm not afraid of them, I've, I've been blessed in learning the whole part of the system, if you will. I don't know if that answers totally, but maybe not in a list fashion, but kind of as no, I, no, I approach it, your problems. No, it definitely, it definitely gives me a good feeling and an answer to it. And you actually bring up some points that I've always wondered about because, I, I'm, I, you know, when I talk to clients that use Dell Tech, or use any, you know, major program for that matter. Their, their biggest concern is how do we allow the people in the field or the people that need to use this the most to know exactly where things stand on a project by project basis. Certainly in the design space, the biggest issue is people don't want to blow their budgets. People want to make sure that, um, that they're doing things properly and that they're, they have a full accounting for what they're spending on each and every project. Cause you and I both know that. Um, the budget for any project can be blown out of the water if you don't keep an eye on the detail of what you're spending, how you're accounting for the time spent on the project, as well as for the money and material and resources spent on the project. Exactly. And and, and I've, I've um, helped many firms, you know, watch the project managers, you know, maneuver or manipulate. So I even sometimes have to go in and help the, the accounting side, you know, they're manipulating their percent completes and to their benefit, and, and yet, you know, as a CFO, on the CFO side, they want it to be more even. You know, you can't really recognize revenue. So, it's been a fun process to see the culture, the different components of of how Dell Tech Vision and, and and the other products make everybody talk in the same fashion, or you know, they don't communicate together. Um, okay. Definitely, the re one big reason that the AE industry has been so dominant in this project or this cost accounting is because of the need to know where they are in a budget um, so that they're, they know they're making money at the end of the day. By the time the banks pay for that, that building or the work, you know, 
they could have lost their money and they didn't even know it. So yes, yeah. yeah. Do, do you see that? I mean, just in terms of your, uh, just from a post mortem, do you see that more? Do you see that happening a lot with firms that just just blew the budget and just did not realize it? Yeah, the, the, those typically are, those are the ones that are calling, you know, realizing they need to invest some more effort in, maybe in the planning side or even just the simple accounting um, budget per se, or even just setting up a work breakdown structure in a more manageable fashion. Um, and then there's other firms that I've seen that have been very sophisticated in that and even pulling out contingencies, you know, just to, to make sure that there's something left if they run into that, that problem where there's the gotchas or the unknown issues on a project. So I, I've been blessed right. in seeing, seeing that and working with a lot of great CFOs. So when you, and speaking of that, speaking of that, normally when you go into a firm, um, who is your interaction normally set with? It sounds like you do some stuff with IT, some things on the financial side. Are there any other leaders within a firm that you would normally interact with? And how, and what is that interaction like? Yes. Um, so I just worked with the CEO out of Florida. He's, he's brand new and he needed someone that, you know, an unbiased opinion of the product. Um, so I worked with him on the data that he's now in charge of and the process, spent a couple of days with him understanding that and, and getting a comfortable feeling, you know, is it in the right spot? But also within that same firm, you know, the, the accounting, the CFO come out and say, you know, there's this report isn't in Dell Tech. And I said, you know, I'll look and I'm like, yeah, right. But here's a script for your IT people to give you that data in Excel. So it's, it's, it's that 20 years of background and, and of scripting and accounting and that I can almost work with anybody in the firm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Now, let, tell me about the scripting stuff because that's, that's really interesting. Do you, do you sometimes have to, have to create this stuff on the fly or do you have some, uh, do you have some, some, some items in your tool belt um, that, uh, that you just pull from as a resource to provide to um, to, to the IT folks or even to the different people in accounting departments that need different types of reports? Yeah, no, because I'm, because of the engineering side of the engineer side of me, you know, I, I love the scripting. Um, so I, I know the tables of Dell Tech Vision. And because I've implemented a lot of firms, I've done a lot of importing. I've moved, you know, data around. I've cleaned it up. I've, um, I've, so scripting is in my back pocket. Um, and it's it's um, it's paid well paid well. It's been my bread and butter at times, um, and it also is a big reward because one simple report can mean so much to a firm um, that, that that talks to them. It's it's funny you can't really have a standard list of reports. Somebody always wants something that's not there, and yet if they can get that data, then they can they can make better decisions for the firm. Okay. All right. So, so, you know, speaking of this now, because obviously you go in and you, 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 you know, as you call yourself the vision whisperer, and I love that, by the way, I, I mean, do you have hats and t-shirts that say that on it? I think <laughs> I should, that would be, right? <laughs> yeah, that would be, that would be some really cool swag to have to give out. And maybe you might want to think about that uh, for Hot Firm uh, this year in Seattle, uh, which by the way, you will be at and uh, as a sponsor, and we're really excited to have you, certainly. And uh, I would encourage everyone that's listening to this podcast or uh, possibly watching the video version on YouTube to uh, check out Delray 
uh, at Time Counts. And we'll have all of her information in the show notes. And certainly this is a shameless plug for her. But but more importantly, because I know how important uh, this information is for firms, that's that's one of the main reasons why we wanted to have you on. And I, I wanted you just to kind of give a... Um, just a, a, an idea, really, for the you know where does where does the Dell Tech support end and where do you pick up, right? Because I know I've talked to folks at Dell Tech before, and they've got a great group of people there. I'm just curious as to how that, just so people have a better understanding, because sometimes I think when people feel like, oh well, I bought you know this you know I bought this service or I bought this um, solution from this company, and they're going to provide all the answers for me. In a lot of situations, that's not always the case. Uh, and we see that with Salesforce. We see that with a lot of, um, you know, large uh, entities that offer some type of, you know, software as a service. And so I'm just curious uh, as to how, you know, how you would characterize that. So like where Dell Tech at the company stops and where you begin. Sure. And, and yeah, that's basically why I'm in business, because I do have something different to offer than what Dell Tech does as a, as a software company. And and. Really, where I gain a client is when they need somebody that knows everything. I'm almost become their database administrator in, in part because, you know, I'll, I can help them with the accounting side. I can help them with the IT side. And with Dell Tech, you'd have to get a different person. So there's some disconnect there. So if you want a specialty or if it's just a, a add random support, that's great for Dell Tech. Um, I'm more of the long-term mentor, if you will. So my companies actually will will be with me um, for, you know, I've, I still talk to somebody from six, seven years ago. They use me very rarely, but when they have that one question that they can't wait two days for Dell Tech to come to a solution, they ask me. Um, or if things don't post correctly and, and the Dell Tech can't seem to find it, then I'm the one that they come to and I help them clean it up on the script side and clean up that data. So it's we work together, I think, fairly well. And then if a company has a long project, I've been hired to do, you know, like a seven-month project to, to put together five databases into one. Um, so those are those are the kind of things that would be harder to do with Dell Tech, um, would be more expensive with Dell Tech. And yet I play, I, I like to say I play well with Dell Tech. I, I acquiesce and say, you know, maybe that should be a support question instead of having me help you with that. So okay, well that's cool. So and just help me understand your business model a little bit. So you you obviously will do on a case by case basis. You'll work with somebody for a period of time, like you said, seven months. But then, are you also available to work with people on a on a retained basis, uh, a subscription model? How do you how do you do that if somebody is like, oh my god, you know, we we've got a fire here with Delta called Delray. I mean, is how does how yeah, does that just work? Just a retainer. I, I ask for retainers much. You know, much like a, a lawyer, if you will. You know, it's a um, company out of California, you know, sends me 2000 and they play off of that, the work off of that the whole year. Um, it's just a way to know that they have someone there in case they need that, that question answered right away. You know how hard it is for a firm not to get something done up. You know, losing a whole day is critical. And are you pretty much on call for a lot of these people whenever they need you? I'm sure your I'm sure your mobile phone is known by a lot a lot of CFOs and IT it is people. it is and, and then I even on weekends I mean so it's just something that is passionate you know I'm I'm a farmer's daughter and so you know you never really <laughs> off of work and and it doesn't unless I'm sleeping of course but uh, 
No, it's just, uh, and I, I can answer the questions so quickly that, you know, and they, and they appreciate it so much on a Saturday or a Sunday when they just can't get something figured out. And I'll just pop an email out to them and, you know, tell them to do this and call me if that didn't work. And so that's the kind of, uh, I'm their mentor. I'm their, um, I'm their best friend with Deltek. <laughs> That's awesome. So now, is there is there a Robin to your Batman? I mean, do you have do you have a a partner or somebody else that helps out when you're not available, or are you pretty much shouldering most of the? Uh, no, I show? have I have a couple of partners. Um, I have Regina and, and um, I have uh, a Luke. So and, and they can do some of the more basic things if people need more data entry help or more, you know. But I, I guess the more the more. Uh, Sophisticated courses is shouldered by me, but I definitely have people that can help me on the, the more simpler, simpler items. Okay. All right. Well, that's cool. So, um, well, tell me a little bit more. I know you do, you'll, you'll go, you can go in and do training. Um, you can train a whole team or department on getting the most out of, uh, out of Dell Tech, um, whether, you know, whichever project product they're using, um, and then you also do some implementation work. So some, if, if, if a firm is bringing on Dell Tech for the first time, uh, you can help them get that process up and, 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 and running properly. And I'm assuming you probably go in and do an, a full intake of what they're currently doing before they actually even in, incorporate Dell Tech into the bigger picture. Is that correct? Yes, exactly. I, um, I, I, I've been on every app. Aspect of Delta Vision, you now implementing, re-implementing, merging, um, you know, coming from another product and, and starting from scratch and not implement, not importing. So it's been a it's been a fun fun career over the last twenty years. Yeah, and would you say that this, that um what that scenario you described earlier with the, the the company that had like six six versions of Dell Tech running, I guess and you you ultimately got it down to one. Um, is that a common issue that you see a lot, where everybody has their own way of using Deltex, so they stick with that, and then you know Gary down the hall is using it a different way, so he's got his own system set up differently, and you know you kind of come in and you have to figure out a way to bring bring the two together. Is that does that happen? It quite has a bit? in the past. Now with the cloud version and some of the ways we're going moving forward, that you know that'll get reduced a little bit. But yeah, there is. What they have to realize is in Dell Tech Vision or any other product they're using is the common language that your common language that your firm is using. So the more that everybody can be on the same page, it's a simple it's a simple uh, saying. You know, someone marketing will call a customer a customer, and and the project manager will call them a client. You know, well, what you really need to do is get that into that one term. You know, are they a prospect? Are they a customer? Are they a lead? Um, simple. Simple, simple nomenclature like that can trip up a, a company and make them in, you know, not productive or not as productive as they could be. So surprisingly, I sometimes come into a lot of even just culture change and, and you know, um, trying to bring them together more as a group. Yeah. Okay. So you really, you really are a vision whisperer, but you're also a people whisperer too, right? I guess so we can kind of put the two together. You always so. have to bring it down to what's in it for me. Um, and a lot of times I'll, I'll see a lot of resonant resistance to change. And, you know, I'll, I'll sit with them and I'm like, you know, this is going to be great for your career. This is going to be great in your resume to know this system. Um, you have to bring it down to their level. And why am I doing all this extra work? 
Okay. And you know, um, as we as we round this out, because obviously we could we could certainly go deep on a technical level, and, and this is not a technical podcast. But I know I've spoken to you in the past about this in terms of why don't you just give the audience um, uh, your take? This is from somebody that's been in the industry for for some time now. You know what you're talking about. Um, just articulate if if I'm a CFO or a COO of a growing architectural or engineering firm, and I'm contemplating getting into the Dell Tech family of products, um, can you just kind of give a quick comparison or just a quick, you know, hey, you would you might want to get or might want to consider Dell Tech Vision if you do X. You might want to consider Azira if you do Y. Um, can, can you just talk a little bit about, about those because I know those are the two main products that everybody knows. People know Dell Tech Vision, and obviously they know Azira, um, which is one of the uh, Dell Tech products that Dell Tech purchased a few years ago. And we don't have to go through the backstory of that, but if you just would be willing to talk about that, that would be sure. awesome. Sure. No, I, I see, you know, many firms are on QuickBooks typically, you know, to get started. And that's a great way to get your business off the ground. Most, most accounting um, people will understand that and be able to get you running. Uh, when you consider any Delta product or other products out there, it's because you realize you know, between 20 and 50 people that it's just not efficient in getting your project management information. So once projects come in and, and more projects and, and more people, that's when you're considering those, those different Delta systems, Ajira and, and Vision. Um, so the, the Ajira is, is great. It's stable. It's a nice, what I not in not entry but basic system, and, and a lot of firms are happy with that because they have one style of business. They aren't going to be you know growing or stretching into other types of revenue streams. Where I see firms going into Delta Vision, the Vision side of things, it's it has a much broader breadth of modules that would let you have that fleet of cars or would let you have that inventory of things that you're um, able to offer. Um, as a survey crew or any other type of um, system where you need to track um, materials or things that are in on your projects. So to me, Dell Tech Vision allows you to have a firm that's that, that with a CFO or CEO that has ideas and they can actually run them through Dell Tech Vision, that one ERP system. Um, and that's that's really what I see. If the firm is, is, is set, they don't have any... Um, way of or any ideas of or don't have that marketplace to to have to worry about other avenues of revenues and they've got that one stable thing then Ajira works great um, and that's really what I see and that's what we ask about when we're looking to implement them okay and then it so and have you had people outgrow say like Ajira and you've helped them transition yeah, over to vision is that a, is that a major process? it's not a major process in fact that the process is built in so, so Vision already has okay, an, okay. an in the import functionality the Ajira field, so it you know that is the path. And in fact, I see, I, I that's how that's how Dell Tech is is servicing or keeping, keeping the clients that are on Ajira. You know they want to, don't want to lose that client clientele, so Ajira is perfectly fine for them. But if they get to the point they want to move up to Dell Tech, that path is already there. Okay, all right. So it's like going from junior high exactly. school to high school. 
Yep. Like that. <laughs> so, okay. All right. Perfect. We want we try we try to make these things as simple as possible for our audience, so that because they're already thinking about a million really brilliant things as it is. So, but listen, Delray, this is this has been uh this has been actually a really good um, education, and I'm sure my audience has may have some other questions, and and we're de- definitely going to get you back on the show um, for another episode at some time. And maybe we'll go and do a deeper dive about implementing project management, um, the, the, the right project management tools, uh, to get the most out of Dell tech vision or, or any of your Dell tech products for that matter. Um, so we'll, we'll find some time in the near future to do that. And who knows, maybe we'll have time, uh, at, uh, in Seattle at the hot firm event next month to, to do a recording as well. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. But for right now, right now, we want to go back a second to the superhero origin story of who Delray Bennett really is. And so we want to go a little deeper for our audience. We want to learn a little bit more about you. So we have a couple of simple questions that we'll end our interview with, and hopefully we'll have some fun in the process. Is that okay? Sure. Let's go. All right. So what was the last book you read? Uh, I'm broken. Okay. And um, what... what uh, did you see the movie? I did. Yeah, it, did it was you? hard to watch the movie actually, but the, the I, I rather I, I enjoyed the read more than the movie, just because I yeah. probably knew what was coming. But um, it was inspirational for me to just think a kid that was, you know, had trouble growing up and just needed an outlet for yeah. his uh, for his energies. And once he found that, you know, he excelled at it. It was inspiring. Yeah, he just recently passed away, but uh, his yeah. his his life was just quite quite um, quite interesting to say the least. And he, you know, the thing about it was just that you know he harbored no he harbored no ill will towards his captors, uh, even you know t- to the time of his death, which was amazing. So, um, so I, I think that's that's quite interesting. So so since I know you travel a lot for work, and you probably amass a ton of frequent flyer miles. Where do you use those frequent flyer miles to go on vacation? What was your last vacation? I go to uh, Hawaii and on Kanapali Beach. It's my favorite place to go. Um, it's exotic and yet it's still in the U.S. So <laughs> I've actually even traveled there by myself for two weeks. Oh wow! Okay, well that sounds like fun. Yeah, that, it's um, that, that, there's there's something something about Hawaii that just gets you every time you go there. But uh, you have to almost remind yourself that it's part of the United States sometimes. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So that's cool. So now, if you could binge watch one TV series, old or new, what would it be? Um, you know, I love Bones. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I. I I can relate to to the lead character um, Bones because she's very very intelligent and you know and uh, when I went to college you know in the seventies I was the only woman in my class so wow. I can relate wow. to you know I had to be very strong and sturdy because they were calling me sweetie and honey and don't you know don't hurt yourself I can do this and so I can relate to <laughs> I had to. Inject that image of being a strong woman. So one reason I like that. that's very cool. I, I like that. Well, and now since you since you open that door, and I certainly would would like to bring that up. What what is what are your thoughts about um, you know women in engineering and architecture nowadays? How how much of a change have you seen uh, in in the recent past? Oh well, you know uh, my you know, I'll tell you just a 
just to kind of name a few, I'm not familiar with the, the colleges today as much, but my, my son is an electrical engineer as well. And, you know, when I went to college, we were half a dorm, half a dorm hall, and they locked us up at midnight. And, <laughs> and we had to do a lot of our own labs and everything else on our own and on Saturday because the boys would just not let us tolerate that. So then, you know, fast forward 20 years, 20 some years, and I bring my son to the dorms and, you know, the women are right across the hall. And, and I'm just like, oh boy, <laughs> time's changed. Um, but I, I do see a lot more women being acknowledged for what they can do. And it, it it's okay to be feminine and smart at the same time. And I really appreciate that in the world today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's actually, and I don't, I don't know her name, but the, um, the head of CH2M who just recently, um, uh, merged with, uh, Jacobs, um, is a woman. And, um, and so, you know, I saw that I was like, wow, because I, I used to keep up with them back in the day, but, um, I just, you know, there, there are a lot of women in, in, uh, in places of power within the design industry. And I think it's, it's absolutely fantastic. And I hope it continues. Um, but I'm always interested to hear those stories because I can understand that sometimes people get people have a view of the design industry and what it's like. And and so we're, we're starting to see a level of diversity, gender and otherwise take shape in the industry. And I think it's for the good. Yep, I agree. Totally. Yeah. So, well, listen, I Delray, I really I you know, this for those of you listening, this took a while for us to get together today. We had our own issues and sometimes things that uh, that you want to have happen don't happen the way you want them to. And so that was the case with this particular podcast. But Delray, I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule um, to, to meet with us and, and share just a little bit of insight into what you do on a daily basis with time counts. And uh, certainly we will make sure that we get all of your information uh, up on the um uh, on the show notes for this episode. And we want to thank you so much uh, for being with us. And I do look forward to seeing you next month uh, in Seattle. Hopefully we'll throw some salmon around and maybe enjoy some good seafood. Okay. That sounds, that sounds good. And actually I'm going salmon fishing tomorrow. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. Okay. Well, awesome. Well, thank you again so much. Listen, folks, I want to encourage you today to get a free subscription of Civil Plus Structural Engineer Magazine. And to sweeten the pot, we are throwing in a couple of issues of the Zweig letter, too. Just visit freetzl.zweiggroup.com and leave us your email address. We'll take care of the rest. Everything will be delivered to you electronically. In addition, if your firm is looking to hire great talent, please join our, e our mailing list for AEC Workforce. Just text the word HIRE FASTER to 66866 and that will get you on the list where you will learn more about this upcoming job board for the design and construction industry. As a reminder, all Zui Group media programs like this one are available in both podcasts and in most cases, video format free for download on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and YouTube, just to name a few places. A link to all this information, including contact information for Delray, will be in our show notes. And we'd love it if you'd go to iTunes or wherever you tune into the show and give us a five-star review and share this link with a friend. Remember, sharing is caring. I'm Randy Wilburn, and you've been listening to Zwei Group Media, part of Zwei Group. Remember, we exist to make you more successful. Bye for now.
Thanks for tuning in to this Swag Letter Podcast. We hope that you can apply Mark's no-holds-barred advice to your daily professional life. For a free transcript of this or any episode of our podcast, please visit info.swaggroup.com slash podcast. If you want more wisdom and inspiration, in addition to information about finance, HR, and marketing your firm, subscribe to the print or digital version of the Zweig Letter online at zweiggroup.com slash publications.